What is Gucci, ladies and gentlemen? It is April 5th, 2020, or 2020 rather, and today is Reflections, I think 78. And what Reflections is, is a weekly, or bi-weekly episode rather, where I get on camera and I share the biggest insights I'm, I'm realizing, um, experiences I'm going through experiments I'm conducting, the results of those experiments, what I'm learning, how I'm growing, challenges I'm going through, all this type of shit in an effort to document my process and my journey and hopefully bring you guys a shit ton of value too. I do like a vlog as well, but this is my form of like really getting philosophical and spending the entire time just talking essentially. And uh, yeah, um, if you're looking for like short-term content or very entertaining content, this probably isn't it. Probably go watch a vlog or a shorter video or a shorter podcast or whatever the fuck you want to do or one of my dubstep videos. And I also want to encourage you, if you're not down to listen to me like or watch me talk for an hour or so, just exit this video or episode or wherever the fuck you're watching or listening this on because this is highly like philosophical. It's highly about like what I'm learning. It's like I'm... I'm not really showing you much. I'm just talking a lot. So if that's not for you, just exit right now because this will be incredibly boring for you. What were my favorite wins? Also, I have a new setup. As you can see, as my lighting's a little bit different, I am currently going back to like reflections like 20 something for, uh, for my setup here. I'll show you. It's really fucking messy, but here's what's up right now. So I've changed my whole room layout around and you can see like, my bed used to be over here. My desk used to be right here. I used to record in this type of area. You can see like that for reference. And yeah, excuse my huge mess. I'm in the middle of cleaning everything right now, but that's what's up. And it feels really fucking good too. And the beautiful thing about this type of setup is I get to look out the window for one. I also am in a more like power position and I have way fucking better lighting for things like reflections where I'm at this desk recording. So that's fucking sick. I'm grateful for that. But on that note, I also have a lighting thing coming for my for my birthday for my mom. So shout out to that. Appreciate it, mom. Looking forward to that because my lighting in general needs some some improvements, to say the least. It doesn't matter, and yet it's still nice to have. I play with my beard so much when I have it, it's ridiculous. Hit 10 weeks of vlogging straight, and after I decided to pause it. I'm so behind on content right now, but I'm, I'm grateful that I actually got all this footage in the last 10 weeks. It's been amazing, and I am continuing to vlog as I pause, quote-unquote, but it's just not, it's not in the intense manner I was doing it ahead of time, or before, rather. Designed so many Notion systems, what the fuck? I redesigned plans, notes content ideas, other ideas like general ideas, personal ideas if you will, inspiration, resources, cleaned up content flow. Um, I also made notes friendly for scanning, um, started designing an app system, a services system, essentially monthly expenses and that type of stuff. Got a fresh replacement on my iPhone X, which means like I have like my battery going slowly and it was at like 80% or whatever for max life. And yeah, I just got a fresh phone because like I had this situation where I was losing my phone essentially and it just like would not turn on. And I did the express replacement 
holy shit. First of all, thank, thank you to my dad for letting me use his credit card for that temporarily while, cause he had, you had to put like a down payment or whatever until they get their, their broken phone back. But shout out Apple Care as well. Shout out the people, um, in Apple who are helping me through this and like, now I have a fucking fresh replacement for my iPhone. It was, it was awesome as well because like at the time I was like, I'm going to make this an opportunity. I have no idea how. And guess what? I've got a fucking fresh new phone, which I could last another two years with if need be. And that is the plan. Actually, I want to keep this phone and then get like a fresh, um, super new phone, probably like a 2019, 2020 model phone type of thing from iPhone and then have this as my recording backup as well as the phone currently. So I can do things like lives and then have just a shit ton of extra content. It's amazing. I'm very excited for this. I hate trading in phones. I basically keep all of them because backups. And that actually saved my life, by the way, having that iPhone 5 as my backup while it was all gone. Did a ton of cleaning. My God, I have been cleaning my room. I changed my entire layout of my room. I have been cleaning up my iCloud. I've been cleaning up my Notion backups, um, all of the Notion documents slowly but surely. I have so many, it's fucking mental. I've been cleaning up like my, my content folders on my computer. Um, I've been cleaning up... Google Drive. There's so many things I'm cleaning up right now. It's fucking mental. feels great though. And also like cleaning, I'm organizing like journals and stuff like that. And I cleaned my room entirely, redid my bookshelf, um, all types of things, man. Quarantine life, quarantine life. Started the process of simplifying my journal in Notion with the way I designed my tags and stuff like that. Cause I want to make things just way more easy for me to tag. Less is more. Did my 2018 and 2019 taxes, which is really going to save my life financially. So thankful for that. Started the second phase of my cut. This time, I don't really give a shit that much. I'm just kind of like eating lower protein because I'm just trying to chug through all the food we have here because, well, I'm very out of money right now. And that's, that's what's up. Sacrifice, baby. Obviously changed my entire layout of my room, which feels really, really good. I'm enjoying this layout so much more right now. Did a ton of like story challenges, which turned out to be amazing for exposure. And I'm talking things like push-ups, see a drop, share a drop, or send a drop, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, sharing the favorite photo of yours, that type of thing. Found an ideal scanner. That's Cam Scanner Plus. Thing fucking saved my life. I'm amazed. It's similar to the light version, but it has a few key upgrades and tweaks that just make it so worth it. It's a, it's a dollar and it has like no watermark and like, it's just such a good scanner. Highly recommend out of my experiments, which I, I think I tested like 13 apps with scanning or something like that. And that was my favorite of the bunch. Even though it's not free, it is just so worth that dollar. I can't, it's got such high quality scans. It has amazing magic color for color correction to make, turn that like gray document into a white document with like text that's prettier, if you will. And you can output to PDF as well as images. So I'm like, this is a must. Overall, cannot recommend that scan, scanning app enough. It's fucking mental. Redesigned so many Notion systems with simplicity in mind. That's been the main focus now. When I'm redesigning things, it's literally just like, how can I make this as essential as possible? Closed a shit ton of various loops, like just all kinds of things, whether that's like me scanning all of these 
fucking files all over my my pay, my debt my room right now, which is like documents that is sketches that is um, exercises, notes, all types of things. I'm just throwing them into my Notion systems. I went four days without using social or my phone, which was amazing. Meaning like texting and stuff like that feels fucking great. That was so needed. My God posted multiple pieces of content, whether that's like the rant I posted on Instagram, the, um, the quarantine opportunity video and a reflections and edited vlog 004 and 005 very heavily. And they're almost done. Uh, yeah. Progress on all fronts right now, which by the way, on reflections, it's actually weird to see the views go up as views in other videos go up. They like trickle into reflections. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Yo, my fucking thumbnails are also on point right now. I thought I'd mention that. I feel like they're getting so much better. Um, I need to figure out how to speed them up, but Jesus Christ, they look good. What worked? My stoicism bread experiment. The one day I literally ate like just baguette bread as well as instant coffee. And it was like, and actually donuts as well. I forgot about that. And like, it was so doable. I could so live on that if I needed to. Not ideal for health by any means, but it's just so key if you can accept those worst case scenarios if you need to financially. Like, they're not that bad. They're really not. Doing a hybrid cut. And there's two reasons why this is working right now. Number one, it's just a good idea to start cutting in this type of climate right now because I need to save money on food. So I was like, why wouldn't I? It's not really the time to bulk at this point. Two, hybrid meaning two days a week are maintenance days. So each day I train, I'm eating at caloric maintenance, which for me is 2,500. Other than that, I am eating at like 1,800 type of thing. So it makes me feel good about my food supply as well as I don't need to like go crazy and I could do this for way longer because it's more sustainable having like two or three days where I'm eating at maintenance per week. I just like food, so it's, it is tough for me, but it's worth it. And I'm noticing results even now. I'm also being very nonchalant with like my macros and everything. Um, I just don't think <laughs> right now is the best time to worry about all the macros and be so perfect with everything. It's just, can we focus on like the main thing, which is protein right now? And I'll, I'll get on my training days, definitely enough protein, like, uh, 0.82 per body body uh pound 1000% but as for other stuff man I don't really I don't really care that much to be honest time will tell if this actually works but so far I think it is working on non-trading days I'm like I could be eating like 50 grams of protein that's completely fine for me like life fucking goes on instant coffee it's actually not that bad I've been drinking Nescafe and I'm impressed Mostly because, like, it doesn't taste nearly as bad as everyone makes it out to be. Not here to be fucking fancy. Simplifying everything in Notion so much. It is just the move right now. I'm so pleased with it. Using my freshness first thing to outline Notion designs or whatever the fucking chief task is of the day. But especially with Notion stuff because, like, I don't know. I just feel like a fucking a funnel for source. It's amazing. Excessive lemon juice after a tequila shot. Tequila is not really that good. What is really good though is masking it with lemon juice. I just straight up chug 
lemon juice and just pour it down my throat after. It's amazing. Using my Notion task list properly. Oh my god. When used properly, this thing is a fucking beast. And I get so much more shit done because I have a, a system that allows me to throw things in and then get things done and then continue that process for whatever I needed to do. It's great. Muscle testing throughout the week on things I didn't have absolute clarity on, A+. plus. Like, if I need that extra, extra like insight, if you will, and I just can't see clearly, just muscle test makes everything so much easier. Being a vessel for source. I am just letting the inspiration flow, the ideas flow, capturing as much as possible of these ideas. And when I capture things, more things flow in and I just have this constant like flow of information from source and it's incredible. That's what most people just call it inspiration. And if I don't get a download and I don't have clear clarity, then I can literally just muscle test. And that's another route to getting to source, if you will. And it's working so fucking well. My God. <sighs> Using my time away from my phone on that first round of round where I didn't have a phone and for my phone vacation to just get so much shit done. It's insane. I have felt so productive in these past two weeks. It feels amazing to confront so many things that I've been putting off, so many closed loops. And I just love the feeling of being in motion and getting a ton done, if it's the right thing. And it definitely are, the, these are the right things right now, 1000%. Investing more time to cleaning room, key. Cause like, I can literally just like put off my room for an eternity, which is what I've done in the past. And it is my environment that is influencing me. So it's very, very nice to have a clean room and getting cleaner every single day, especially these fucking papers, man. Like they've been out for maybe a year straight and I need to like scan them all and put them in the cloud. And it feels good to make progress on this. Watching suits in the background while I'm doing mundane tasks like cleaning or scanning. I've been putting off catching up on suits. I stopped at uh, the Mike and Rachel episode way back when, when they left and I've just resumed seasons eight and nine, I think it is. Jesus Christ, it is such a good show, but I've been putting it off because I'm like, I don't want to fucking watch TV, but right now it works great because if I'm doing things that I don't need my mind to be fully in, like scanning, it's A+, plus. it is A+. Plus. Avoiding Zoom and ex excessive calling more and more. There's a lot of distraction right now. And like, as much as I love hanging out with people, I like working more and I like being on motion a project way fucking more and so just like honoring that and being on zoom less and all these excessive calls not really much more to say there going to bed earlier and waking up earlier feels so nice i was at like 4 a.m for a bit there to 12 p.m type of thing right now it's at 1 a.m to 10 a.m on average today last night was like 2 30 to 10 30 because i decided to reflect everything on last night but yeah that's what's up. Recording only these like moments that really feel like I should record. This is like practical to all weeks of my vlog and I'm realizing this more and more, but like right now, as I am quote unquote on pause with my vlog, I'm still recording a little bit and I'm just focused on the key moments that I can extract. And cause I don't want to not record and then I'll get into that soon, but it's really good because I'm still getting a lot of footage without losing those moments. And that scared the shit out of me before. 
Waiting so late in the day to eat. My God, I am fasting right now to make my cut easier. And like, I love coffee and water up until like, God, I, I make it last until like 4 p.m. some days, and which is amazing. And then I just have those whatever calories, like 17, 1800 calories throughout the rest of the night. It's it's really working well. Because then I don't have these like, because it's easier for me to like fast in the morning and then eat at night than it is for me to eat in the morning and then fast at night because I just want to continue eating after I've started eating. Flirting and shooting my shot. I'm a fan. What didn't work and how can I improve it? Lattes. Even though they're at home, I need the milk right now. I really do. And I don't have the calories for them either. So just focus on black coffee, which is what I have been doing in the past little bit. Drinking more than two drinks. This starts to like fuck with my progress so much if I choose to drink like wine or some sort of like alcoholic beverage. If I drink more than two, I start to just like go into just like casualness and then stop working and it's just, it's not conducive at all to my progress. It's probably better just to do one, honestly. As an alternative, I could also start drinking things like decaf coffee, decaf tea, or like Gatorade or NRC. There's a million little like drinks I could choose instead of wine late at night. Participating in the consuming side of so many lives, FaceTimes, streams, etc. It's just not moving me forward and it's actually sucking my energy to a degree as well. I really had to put myself first and I haven't been with that. But in the past like few days, I've been way better with that. And that was also a big part of why I took that phone vacation because I was feeling extra sucked from those types of things. Associating too much digitally with people who are not actively pursuing their dreams. It is actually like sucking the life out of me right now. How many people are just... I've just realized like how many people are fucking lazy right now. It is breaking my fucking heart. And I want to do a better job of associating with more people who are actively going after what they desire, working hard at a daily and doing what they need to do to get where they want to go. I'm just, yeah, this whole quarantine thing is exposing a lot for me. Right now, I'm just like heavily focused on the idea that like I need to bring in more people who are doing the types of things that I do on a daily basis, really. Too much caffeine, and especially too much caffeine at night. What the fuck? I keep drinking things like at like 7 p.m. It's so stupid, especially because I want to be going to bed at like 12 a.m. I'd never need as much as I actually think I do, but I just like to like push it a little bit too far sometimes, and it's just silly. Consuming too much on social media. People are at all time like idiocy, and it's actually not that they're at all time. They're just deciding to express their opinions. And I'm like, ugh. And it actually kills me how pessimistic and basic and like, I'm just, I'm so bored of how how the world is responding to all this right now. It's just, it is really exposing a lot for me. I have very little empathy for how stupid everyone's being right now. It's driving me a little bit bonkers. So either just go on social media less or just like, unfollow more people or just mute everyone or something like that. Something in between there. I don't know. Judging myself for long ass content. I have a bad habit of this, but it's just real. When content is becoming very fucking long, I start to really cast a lot of judgment towards myself as if that's useful to any degree. It's not. 
I've been working on is energetically though. It's very important that I address it there because that is where it a thousand percent resides. Saying the same thing so many times with slight tweaks in the same video slash vlog. I have no fucking idea how to edit clips like this. Like for example, in vlog 004, I keep saying the same thing with like slight different tweaks throughout the episode. And I'm like, what do I cut? What do I not cut? And it's just, it's a nightmare for me. So either develop processes where I can cut things more easily or say less. Like I don't need to say the same thing five times. I can say it once as an update. That's about it. Struggling to tell people the truth and basically lying because I don't want them to feel bad. I am so displeased with this about myself. It is one of the things I dislike most is that sometimes I can feel bad enough and feel empathetic enough for a person that I do not give them the full on truth. And I like, I like twist the truth and it's just like, oh my God, why do I do this? It's tough. I really don't like this. I don't even know what an actionable is for that, honestly. It is definitely a downside of like being super empathetic towards people, but there is a way out of this, I promise. Tracking every little thing. I don't, I don't need to. I'm detaching from this more and more every day, but it's just like focus on simplicity instead. Develop systems that make this easier. You don't need to track every little thing. PSA. If you can't already sense this, I really don't feel like doing this episode right now. Not here for it. I want to go eat, honestly, and meditate. Fucking do nothing, honestly. What were my biggest lessons? Right now is a land grab for positivity. People fucking need this right now. I need this. There is such a dark, like, vibe right now on social media that you really, if you are making optimistic content, positivity, if you will, spreading good shit, you need to really go hard right now because like there's just such a beautiful opportunity for everyone who is doing something like this because the world there's just such a supply and demand type of situation right now it's pretty fucking simple the world needs this more than ever right now and there's not enough positivity that's being loud enough so for me it is absolutely time to go ham on the optimistic content massive shout out to everyone who's spreading positive content right now we just we just fucking need it don't underestimate the power of writing things down and specifically things like future pacing and intentions and goal setting. So the way I'm realizing this right now is like I looked back at a future pacing session I did for losing my virginity. It is almost spot on, but with a different person. It was crazy. I was like, holy shit, this is insane how much of this actually came true all in one little one little thing, like, actually, no, four months later. Yeah, because the universe found me a situation that would match up to exactly what I felt and what I desired in that moment. So fucking cool. I was just amazed. So, like, do that with your goals. And I need to do more of it myself, but it just really showed me the power of, like, how important a future pacing session is and how important it is to write down all of these intentions that you have. And then, obviously... Go to fucking work on it. Story challenges provide so much exposure to your profile. My profile, my like views of my profile, probably like three X or something like that, just because I participated in three specific challenges, which is like the one was like 
react to my photo. I'll share my favorite photo of yours and then you tag them so they can share it to their story. Their followers will click on your photo and then come to your profile type of thing. And then what was the other one? Uh, that's see a drop, send a drop and like same thing again. I like tagged a bunch of people and then when they did that, yeah. And then work of the fucking push up thing as well. Same exact thing. So it just works. It just works. I'm sure people are very annoyed with these by now, but they just do provide exposure. If I'm really having resistance to doing something that I know I should be doing, just do a little energy work on it. I did that to my room and like the intention was like I was having so much resistance to cleaning and sorting papers and all that jazz. Once I did it, the next day I was like, so I did it at night and then the following day I was like, wow, I like, let's clean. Like I had so much inspiration to clean. It was so strange. It could not have been more opposite the day before that. Mind blowing. Quarantine is creating so much pent up sexual energy. So when this is all over, I think it's a good time to get something like Tinder because holy shit, people are just gonna be like horny as fuck. If my iPhone has a problem and it's probably covered under Apple Care, send the fucking thing through Express Express replacement because if it is free like I think it is, um, I get to just use the temporary money on my card or whatever for the down payments, but then they'll reverse the charge after and I could potentially get a free phone all for free if I have it under Apple Care properly. So it's gangster. I'm I'm here for this. I really am. There is a white space for me with simplistic Notion tutorials. Here's the problem. Um, in my opinion, Marie Poulin's content, awesome, just not for people who are getting started. It's so fucking complex, some of the systems she makes, and I'm like, a beginner is not going to understand this, and someone that's going to focus on essentialism, like myself. I just, I don't want my systems to get that complex. So, um, and it's and it's also not sustainable, I don't think. I don't think if you have a system like that, it's very sustainable for the long term. So if I want to have people implementing their own systems, I want them to actually use them long term. So simplicity is the key, in my opinion. And I really just do believe I can show people things that she's not doing and make things so fucking easy and make things so fucking simple. And I think that's where my white space comes in. We'll see how that ages, but that's currently currently my view on it all. And it all ties in so fucking well because I'm just so focused on essentialism and simplistic design and approach to life right now. So Notion is absolutely part of that. And guess what is also part of Notion? Content, eventually. I can pause the vlog and still keep recording. This actually came from mom. What happened on Monday was I was so like rattled. I was like, there's such a a challenge with like the idea of me not recording. And I'll get into that more soon, but I don't need to use all of the content I record. I can literally just use it, throw it up in the vault and then never touch it. That's totally fine. Or I can do what I would probably end up doing, which is like when I'm not full, full tilt recording, I can pump out like one, two, three, four weeks all in one, or I could just do like a very short, like one week episode type of thing. But there's just so many different ways of doing this as I catch up right now. And it's just better to record than not record. Because if I don't record, I can't get that. But if I do record, I have that just in case. In the worst case scenario, I just throw it up and not use it again. Naming, titling, dating, numbers, for page numbers that is, and all types of stuff like this 
is so crucial towards sustainability and like long-term longevity of these files. Basically what's up is like, as I am going through all these papers, I'm noticing some don't have titles, some don't have dates. And I'm like, this doesn't really work with my, <laughs> with my systems right now. Cause I need like a date and I need titles and I need to have like everything numbered correctly. So I know what's connected with what and what's not. If I want things to age well, I need to provide context. So it's really hitting a lot right now because I thought this was the case, but I didn't realize there was some without it. And I'm like, it's actually just destroying me right now. So please, for the love of God, going forward, Josh, if you take notes, ensure that you have the date and the title and everything page numbered and everything. So it's like, it's easy. Just make it easier on yourself. That's what we're trying to do out here. You can vlog with anything and make it good. Holy fucking shit. Weekly V blew my fucking mind. Actually, this is also related to me as well. Like, it is fine if you want to record the, uh, record reflections with like a webcam. That's what I did before I even saw Weekly V. I, I recorded my webcam reflections for a 77, I think. And it actually, I think came out pretty fucking good. And like, thank God for the mic. The mic was the key thing here. With that reflection, it's a, it's, I learned this back in the day from Tyler actually of MFCEO and he, he said like audio quality matters way fucking more. And I couldn't agree more. If you have the audio right, the video can kind of be whatever. And cause especially cause you, if you're recording like a podcast or whatever, the video is like secondary. The audio is what you're listening to, what you're getting the message from. So that's key. But it really showed me that I can do that. I don't need to like tie this perfection thing towards vlogs. It also showed me like I can do an hour long vlog because weekly view is an hour, I think an hour plus. And I was like, oh my God, finally. Cause I felt like I was, I think that was the first hour plus one to date for that. And that just, yeah, it was so good. I was just amazed at how they, how they somehow recorded an entire vlog in webcam form with, with rare exception. And I was like, this is amazing. Cause like it is what he usually does, but just in a digital sense, like the zoom meetings were usually in person meetings. The keynotes were turned into like, uh, the keynotes and the lives and all that shit were just like, instead of in his office content, they're just straight up what was going on live or what was going on. And that that's like tea with Gary Vee. Now it's beautiful. It is beautiful. I need more people around me who are aggressively pursuing their goals and dreams. Right now, I am just so fucking tired of looking around at social media and all these motherfuckers who are just throwing this quarantine directly in the garbage and not using it to better themselves. They're gonna, they're gonna leave this quarantine actually being worse than when they entered. And that is so fucking, it's so sad to me. Anyways, um, I am really bored of, and it's exposing so much of how much people are basic pessimistic and like don't have goals, dreams, and desires. And it's, and what also hurts me around this is like, I've let too many people like this into my life right now. And I need to get more clear on who the fuck I keep close to me. So if this is you, don't get me wrong, just because you might fall into this bucket of, of not actively pursuing your goals on a day-to-day -day basis. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means that I, wish you would fucking 
work harder in your life. I wish you would be more passionate. I wish you would live a better existence, quite frankly. And if you're happy, that's the best. But I know a lot of you are not happy to the degree you would like to be. So creation over consumption, motherfuckers. Okay, so that's one. And on the other hand, I'm just fucking grateful as hell for all these people who are gangsters and making the most of this quarantine. And you are just busy doing the right things. And I'm not, it's not good to be stuck in this busy trap per se, but it's really, really, really key for me right now that I have people around me that are influencing me for the better. Because like, if you are just sitting there being lazy throughout this time and drinking a lot and, and watching Netflix the entire time and sitting on Zoom and having a fucking circle jerk with the boys, like for me, I'm not here for it because like, I need to be doing the things I need to be doing so that I can move my life forward and prepare for when this quarantine is over so I can maximize whatever opportunities show up at that point. This is just how I need to be living my life. And when I am the average of my five best friends, so like if my five best friends are not, and my five best friends are not this, but like if they were all just doing that type of lazy ass shit, that's going to negatively influence me and make me want to do those things. So I just need to add more people right now. That's like the main lesson here. I need to add more people who are aggressively every single day, spending almost all of their day learning, growing, evolving, striving towards their goals, doing the next tasks they need to do to pursue their dreams, realizing their visions. They're just like, they're obsessed with their vision and moving forward. And whatever that vision might be, they're just there for it at all times. So yeah. I need more of those people in my life. Not exactly sure how I'm going to get them, but that's what's up right now. P.S. If you fall into the the category of like, you're just being a basic bitch or whatever, I still fucking love you. Don't get me wrong. I just wish you would live a better existence on this planet right now. That's up for you to do though. I can't do that for you. Okay. If you vlog lessons real quick and content lessons, number one, the vlog is about me. So I had this idea of like, hey, Now that I have a vlog, let's like include every single person and all their perspectives and everything. I can't do that. I really can't. I don't have the time to do that or else it would be fucking three hour long vlog. I promise you. So focus more on my opinions, my POVs, my insights, my my view of the world, if you will. Um, It is awesome to include other people. They just can't. I don't have the time to give everyone the spotlight. I really don't. If I'd want to share extensive amounts of POVs with them, it's just better to do it in another video. Like use that footage and just create its own video. Some quick intro lessons as I started actually outlining my intro this week. Um, Having an abundance of footage makes this so much easier because now I have 10 weeks of footage. I can just pick and choose from whatever clips I need because I have so many clips that represent specific moments. For example, we've got things like me hugging a friend that represents like that that represent that could represent so many different things in a positive sense for if I was to throw up like a message or whatever that's awesome and I have footage of me just like being on my laptop working away Um, I have footage of me working out there's so many things I have that I can throw in an intro or some sort of film it's just going to make the documentary incredibly good long long term as well I'm just I'm pleased. There's so many fucking positives of just recording, man. Jesus Christ. And for that intro, I am going to need some sort of separation, whether that's an effect 
or a color scheme or something like that that shows that is apart from the video. Very key. Vlogging gets easier, but it's because number one, my process for editing are getting easier and my recording style is more friendly for my editing style, if that makes sense, because I'm using less, there's the whole thing there. Anyways, it is amazing for so many reasons and I'm also so excited because it shows me I can catch up sooner than I thought, I think. I am, I think Gary's gonna be ahead of me for numbers, but that's fine. I, I've kind of just detached from the idea of being a thousand percent in line with Gary's numbers. Like, fuck, just, it's such a stupid ego thing, honestly. I'm mumbling so much right now, it's fucked. If I just have one piece of interesting or like valuable content every single day, and maybe a tad little bit of like summaries and stuff like that, I can add, I, that, that can really come out as a, as a valuable vlog for the end user. It doesn't need to be this crazy fucking thing where I have like 10,000 pieces of content per day. It super doesn't. You're packaging like the right key moments that are different a little bit. And eventually this becomes like this, this cool package. Highly related to this, this idea that like packaging things together that are free makes them more valuable. I learned this from being in the app store looking at like this cam scanner thing. Actually, no, it was Adobe scan. Adobe scan had this bundle for Adobe scanning type of stuff or Adobe software or whatever. And like, it just made it more exclusive by having this thing as like a bundle of like, Oh, it's a bundle I can get. And then I saw that it's like, it's free. And I'm like, wait a second, this doesn't actually make sense why I value this more, but it did increase its value. So it makes no logical sense. It's purely a mind fuck thing. But if you have the ability to bundle multiple free things together, do so because it just does improve its value in your mind for whatever reason. Don't know why, I'm just noticing this. If you struggle with cutting clips, start recording in a way where you don't need to cut as much footage. Start recording so that you can use 99% of what you what you record in that in that period, if you will. So yeah, that's working really well for me right now. I am, I've been recording in this type of set, setting, if you will. So probably since like week four, five, no, definitely not week four, week five onward. My goal is to basically keep everything and just like only record the key moments. It's not the best for documenting. It is amazing and equally there's better ways of doing it. But if you're so attached and like, and you want to speed up your process, just focus on only recording things you're going to keep. That's really helping me. Notion files have no compression. I was amazed when I saw this. It doesn't mean abuse it, please don't. Because like, you might fuck over Notion, which I am not going to be doing because I'll throw most of my stuff in Google Drive. But this could be really ideal for those, those types of files though, you, that are like under a gigabyte, for example. The ideal Notion system design creation process. That was a lot of words, Jesus. Okay, so simple, I fucking make a page first. This is not a page that turns into a database. This is purely for me outlining a system. Next, I start whiteboarding on all the things I've tried with this in the past that have worked, key. So like, here's a property that has worked in the past and like, here's what I could include in it. Next, start fucking giving examples for what goes in inside that property. I don't want you to just throw in a property just for the hell of it. I want you to outline a property and then give examples of why, what goes into that property, what, for if it's status, for example, for each status option, if you will, 
what is what. So like get crystal clear on like how this would fall and, and like throw in a gray example as well that could include, that could be part of either or and be like, here's the tiebreaker. Like just outline it as clear as possible as you can. And then what else did I say here? Yeah, for obviously for each of these, you're like throwing in like headlines to divide like each property. So like whether that's like a name or a date or whatever, and then just explain what the fuck it's referencing. And then, yeah, man, just focus on simplicity and usability and sustainability. And also keep an ideas property. There's going to be like random ideas that flood your brain when you're designing, like outlining a bunch of things, as well as inputting real data. So when you're doing that, keep this area of design or ideas, if you will, and just throw in potential property ideas, but don't fully outline them because like you don't need everything. But if you really feel like you do, then bring it up to the top and then start doing the exact same process here. I'm explaining this really fucking poorly, but I hope you're getting the gist here. And then when this is all said and done, start using real world data because you can fucking create the best systems in the world, but if they don't use real world data, they're actually garbage. So, and I have fallen in the, in the, into this trap too many damn times especially with ClickUp and then like some early days with Notion as well. But Jesus Christ, I designed so many bad systems in ClickUp. It was insane. And it wasn't ClickUp. It was fucking me. It was fucking me. What challenges did I experience? Dude, so fucking turned on right now. And yet we had to do like social distancing and staying away from girls and stuff like that. It's actually so bad. Like, I just so want to sleep with these two specific girls right now. It's driving me fucking mental. And this quarantine thing is creating so much sexual tension. It's fucking insane. Following people in an effort to, like, network and build relationships and then just not following back. It's so awkward. I don't, I don't, even, I don't even know what to do. Um, and I don't want to be, like, guy who just immediately is, like, yo, unfollows if they don't follow me back because that feels a little bit, like, childish and equally i i don't want it to be only a one-way street type of thing not sure what to do there and by the way i'm not talking about like crazy big influencers i mean like people who are at similar levels to me i get that i'm not for everyone and at the same time it just it feels weird man i was having so much like back and forth of if i should pause the vlog or not or if i should keep going Ultimately, I decided to temporarily pause, quote unquote. I am still recording, but I'm not recording to anywhere close to what I was. Um, I am, so currently I'm editing like five, the fifth vlog. I have, if you really want to count this week, I have 11 weeks of footage and I've only posted the first vlog right now. So it was like a, it was like really an ego thing. I was like, I don't want to lose. I don't want to, I want to be like one behind Gary and just, be like fast action and like, yes, but I need to just pay attention to whatever my thing is and not try to be like, like Gary. I just need to be like me. It's most important. Why do I feel like I've just recorded a reflection of all this, man? I keep having this thing, by the way, throughout this episode where I feel like I've talked about this stuff before. And maybe it's because I'm talking about it in my vlog or something, or maybe I straight up recorded a reflection like last week. I don't think I did, but... Why does it feel like I did? It's so strange. Costco and Zares right now. They are a straight up nightmare. I have never felt so energetically sucked in my life. I felt like I was, I, I, I don't even know how to describe it. I cannot remember being more energetically sucked than 
what Zares felt like a week after all this shit hit. Like, I mean, a week into quarantine. The first one was gangster. The second one was like, and there was a seven day difference. It was night and fucking day. I feel so much of those people inside there right now, man. So like gloomy, dark, heavy. Oh God. Crazy. <sighs> Very stressed about CERB and EI stuff because like, I just don't know if I qualify and I'm scared I'm going to get nothing. And like, I'd really, really could use this money to stay afloat right now. Taxes are absolutely going to save my life. But like, yeah, I could really use this right now. Before I apply, I really need to get good on being okay with nothing happening. Because if I don't, it's going to affect the process. There's just been so much like fear of what's going to happen if I don't get EI or CERB. And like, I don't know if I have enough money to pay rent again. Like, I'm so grateful though that dad has my back. He's told me this. He's like, I will not let you sink. And it just meant so much to me. As for like job situation, I just can't do it. I cannot get another job right now. Currently where I stand right now, I just can't do it. And I really need to fucking make entrepreneurship work badly. Like fuck, my I'm in overdraft currently as we stand. Actually, I was, was in overdraft. No, I'm not. But my cards are maxed out. It's just... It's stressful. It's very stressful. Seeing someone that I care about have like complete garbage marketing, complete garbage community management and a bunch of other stuff, but is just not willing to take any feedback at all because everything is so fucking great. And it's, it's tough, man. And I don't feel like I can say anything or I didn't even want to say anything because like they're not going to take the advice. So it's like, why bother? Thankfully, I have been shown that people do not stay in this area forever or can change if they choose to because Brian is a perfect example of this. He used to be like very, very like romantic and like, fuck you. Like he would take things personally. He wouldn't say fuck you, but that's what he felt. And he's gotten so much better at it now. So like, gives me hope, gives me hope. Vlogging takes so fucking long and I'm just scared this is just taking too much time away from other stuff right now. I'm kind of like okay in this moment though with the idea of just like punting content to the back burner if I need to, if I need to focus on business. Also kind of feeling like, what the fuck do I actually do beyond spreading positivity right now and philosophy and stuff, stuff like that. It's tough. That's like one of my insecurities with this whole idea of like, am I a fucking entrepreneur or am I just someone who speaks? And I don't want to be someone who just speaks. Thankfully, energy work is a perfect example of how I am not that, but because I am helping people at such a root cause level, whether they, whether the world can wrap their head around that or not, but that is what's up. Oh, so many hangouts and distractions and everything like that. I fucking love it because I love people, but goddamn, I'm just in the mood to work right now. So also people around here, fucking my household distracting me a lot too. Like, fuck you guys told them this please leave me alone <laughs> i found myself actually getting hurt when someone i don't even like anymore unfollowed me it was so fucking stupid this chick's such a shitty human too i don't know why i cared but i actually cared and it, it like hurt me and i'm like jesus christ there is more to explore here definitely trying to combine so many systems into one type of system and there's like a lot of challenges that come with that what i mean is like 
if you look at something like apps, for example, something I'm just outlining, it started out as me just tracking apps so I can delete things in my phone and clean things up. Now it's become like, <laughs> there's just so many things that it's turned into. It turned into like Chrome reference, Chrome extensions, um, references to like web apps. It's got like laptop software on it now as like the app. Like there's so many things that it's becoming and like, it's tough to keep things simple when you're combining so many systems right that, like that. But the goal is to minimize duplication throughout other things. It's tough because I'm like, where the fuck do I draw the line on certain things? So for example, like content stream versus second memory, like where do I put things in the vault versus keeping them in content stream, content ideas versus content stream? Like where, where do I draw the line on certain things? If there is a concept in content stream or are they just a content idea entry? or uh, journal versus notes and like ideas versus notes and like all these things that are closely related but should potentially be separate or not. And like, there's so many challenges that come with this because it, it quickly becomes complex the more systems you add together and equally, it needs to be done sometimes. These are the challenges that go into my mind. Currently one of the big frustrations with this whole like combining thing is I want to combine journal notes voice recordings videos and basically have it turn into like this second memory slash master vault of like all things and i'm like do i really need to do this or like should i not and like how many properties fuck with each other and how many properties work together is it's going to quickly become overwhelming as hell what do i do i don't know i really don't where did i grow the most major major detachment from the vlog First off, it came from losing my phone, which turned into me losing some files and then being okay with like using Google Photos files as well as like, it doesn't actually matter that much. And I noticed that when I started losing some files that I was like, damn, like at the end of the day, I could lose all of this and my life would still go on. I'm not going to die. Obviously, it'd be better if I had it, but my life goes on. That's okay. It's just a vlog at the end of the day. Recording reflections with a webcam and mic. This heightened my ability to be imperfect so much fucking more. I was super fucking fancy. Like I got so fancy with reflections. I'm like, oh, it needs to have this specific camera and like this type of lighting and like all this type of shit. It was humbling. It was humbling to go through this. And like, that was cool that I decided to actually do that. Cause I almost didn't, I almost postponed for reflections. And I was like, fuck this. We're going to do this now. And we're going to do this with a webcam. The mic is the most important thing. Even if I didn't have the mic, I kind of, there's a part of me that wishes I, I just had the opportunity to do it without the mic. Cause it's like, it just, it doesn't actually matter that much. The quality. It's about the message more than anything. I think pausing the vlog, man, this like is very related to the detachment of the vlog as well, because as I like put a hard stop on things, there was such a backlash within me internally that I needed to do energetic work on how bad I was because it just completely ruined my day up until that point. So I was like, fuck it, let's do some energetic work. Mom helped a lot. And I could see so clearly after that it was the right move to continue recording, but only recording the key moments. And that was insanely beneficial for me because soon after I was recording such good content for the vlog without recording content for an official vlog, if you will. So that was fucking sick. And then, yeah, I think it'll just, it'll improve the way I vlog going forward, doing this pause. 
And I'm just very, very excited for all the growth that is that has come from these situations. Shooting my shot with two girls. Yeah, it, it didn't work the way I was expecting it to. And yet they're both texting me more than ever. So yeah, it's always good to play the long game for that one. Short term shit just doesn't matter. Which by the way, I need to get better at that. Like this whole like handling tests and things like that. I'm not good at it at all. But like w watching someone in suits yesterday, I was like, holy shit, this guy's a master. This guy, what's his name? Donna's, Donna's boyfriend. I don't know if it's, it's at the end of season eight or whatever. He is a fucking wizard. He has such a communication style and with girls that I would a thousand percent be down for because that's kind of how I am. He's like witty and direct and like confident as fuck and it just reminds me of myself. But he also handles tests really well, which I am not fucking good at. I need to get better. Going live twice on Instagram. First was with Breeze, which was like a good step up because we weren't like raking in like fucking hundreds of followers or viewers that is. And then I also forgot that my followers had started showing up. So that was funny to see like them start popping up in the feed. And the second one was with Azel and we had a good 40 viewers on and I was more nervous for that one, honestly. But that was, that was cool though, just to get that under my belt because I haven't really done yeah, no, those are my first and second lives pretty much ever. So that was fucking sick. So long as you don't count like me throwing up a live at like a rave or whatever. So. <clears throat> Creative freedom. Seeing weekly V10 just unlocked so much for me. The fact that they like did all that and like from an imperfection standpoint of literally rocking it through a fucking webcam and some series like that it was mind boggling. So like Zoom content and as well as like having them hit an hour also unlocked a lot for me like being okay with hitting an hour and being okay if I need to air webcam footage I just it just unlocked so much for me I am so fucking obsessed with team Gary V they are absolute creative wizards I love them so much man they fire me the fuck up notion system design I feel I've never been better at like the simplistic nature of notion design, my detachment from things, my ability to be flexible, um, keeping things very focused on essentialism, uh, being okay if things don't go as planned. What else can I say here? Like I'm also just getting my ego a lot out of it and letting like source guide it and letting the downloads occur and just not trying to be in the way and just getting out of the way so things can happen because Source knows what's good. As a system designer, I feel like I've never been better. And I've just, I feel like so much more confident about things to the point where I could actually start charging for custom systems. Like I feel like I'm at that point right now where I could, if I choose to. And this confidence with like notion stuff also could lead into like energetic type of energetic stuff as well. Meaning I feel just, I don't even know why today, but I just feel more confident around charging for my services if need be. Specifically, giving away as much content for free and then charging for exclusive custom advice, designs, sessions, whatever the fucking case may be. Simplicity also in just every area. Like I feel like I'm growing a lot there, whether that's like Notion, um, vlog editing, cutting more footage, recording less, Titles, thumbnails, all this type of shit. I feel like I'm getting way fucking better at all of it. 
from a simplistic standpoint, that is. What am I obsessed with right now? What was I obsessed with? Positive and optimistic people. You guys are keeping me alive right now. Simplification, essentialism, making things easy and simple, cleaning things up within my room and my digital areas, simplicity within Notion especially, my connection with Q, I love you so much, people actually watching Reflections. Oh God, it fucking melts my heart seeing people actually give a shit about content like this. People making the most of their quarantine. It fires me the fuck up right now. Notion systems. I am at the mo I am back to like as obsessed as I used to be back in like July, August type of thing, except now I just have way more fucking experience with what I'm doing. I'm just loving designing in it so fucking much. I'm loving creating all these systems. I'm loving, I'm not loving the inputting process, but I am loving how helpful it is to every area of my life right now. I fucking love you, Notion, so much. Okay. <sighs> Jesus Christ, that reflections was so much harder than it might have seemed. I don't know why. I'm feeling very like strange today. And like I also can't speak. My voice is higher than it normally is. And I'm not coming from my gut. And I'm like, I, th there's just a lot of weird shit going on. Anyways, thank you so much for watching and listening. I appreciate you sticking around and hope this brought a lot of value from this. I hope you guys have some insights, some takeaways, some things you can apply to your own journey and your own experiences, your own life. And definitely subscribe, stick around, join the community, join the journey. I want you to be here. I would love if you stuck around and I hope this brought enough value that you felt like you wanted to stick around. So number one, subscribe. Number two, share this with a friend who you think this could bring value for as well. Number three, like this video. And number four, comment if you had a really big takeaway. Okay, appreciate you watching and listening. As always, my name is Josh Moxie and I will catch you later.